Hello, everybody. It's John Lint, lead programmer of DB Digital Lab LLC, and you are listening to or watching the BB&J podcast. So today we're talking about how to avoid spam comments. This might not seem like a, a huge deal, but I noticed uh, I had a client who she messaged me. She said, oh, my gosh, like I'm getting all these these spam comments, all these spam messages. And I looked and there were over 500 comments on one post of her site. So obviously I had to inform myself of this and I thought that I was, I'm gonna do my due diligence and let you guys know what they are, why they're dangerous and some of the steps you can take to either avoid them or mitigate them from the um, site owner end or just avoid them altogether, even report them from the user end. So let's talk about what spam comments are. This is just kind of a general umbrella term for a comment, generally one that's associated with trying to get you to click a link or submit your information. Um, the purpose of the spam comment isn't to actually enrich the conversation or communicate with people. It's to try to get you to do something that will allow them to compromise your system. Um, normal run-of-the-mill hacker stuff. What I've seen very commonly done is, you know, you'll have like the, the legally not an offer um, kind of thing. And then you have the link. So kind of like the spam mail that um, I still periodically get, but you know, a lot of people used to get, especially in the 2000s of like, oh, you wanna, um, you're gonna make $5,000 in, in 20 minutes, click this link. And you know that that link's not gonna take you to anywhere good. It's the same thing with the spam comments. Um, they're trying to get you to go to a link, to go to a site. There's a thousand and one workarounds they use. A common one is having it separated or like um, I see like, oh, email, um, for example, John at, or like the, the word at space smith.com. So it, it doesn't pick up as being an email. Um, and it's, it's, it's very unfortunate dynamic where whenever a new regulation or preventative measure or, or what have you is done, to um, make it harder for hackers to spam comments, they find another workaround. So let me tell you about this specific example because I think I really think it's fascinating how how thorough it was in going through all the different filters to to end up flooding this page. Um, first of all, while they were using the same IP address of the, um, in terms of like, uh, for those of you who don't know, the IP address is just referring to the specific um, server or the, the specific network, a localized network. And you have, so you have like the big, you have the first two numbers, uh, first number, and then the second two blocks, and then the final sub numbers. And that refers to the, um, the specific port or the specific sub network that, that's accessing it. Well, 
this hacker was using the same IP address, but only sending a hundred comments per for those last two numbers, and then they change it up. So you get a hundred comments from, you know, uh, 10.116.200.36. And then you'd get that for uh, hundred comments from that and then dot 12 and it would, it would go on. So it was, it was very, it was very smart because they knew if they sent over a hundred comments, it would get or from the same, for the same like exact number of IP address, it would get flagged, but um, they kept it literally, it was literally 95. I was, I was impressed. By this so but especially um if you are a site host if you're managing a, a, a website or if you have a website of your own and you're getting a lot of comments if you can check the ip address of the comments because oftentimes all of these spam comments will be coming from the same ip address and there are steps you can take to block specific ip addresses and then even if they do all the, that stuff, they can't use that IP address. So if you're getting attacked from all sorts of different people, then you're gonna have to block all those individual people. But if it's just one person targeting your site, especially, and that's gonna be the case, especially if you have a smaller site, then blocking that IP address is an extremely effective measure of bringing all those spam comments to a halt. Another thing is looking at where these comments are going. So as I mentioned, most of the, um, the, the, the posts on my client site, you know, maybe they get five or 10 comments per post, but this one specific post was getting like hundreds a minute. It, it was an insane amount. I mean, like I, I found out one day, the next day, it had already reached 500 comments. And then they started doing it on another post. So I, but I, I mean, I was able to shut down, but like just an inordinate amount of comments. And, you know, before there was the, there was the, the thing of like, oh, they're really easy to suss out emails, especially the spam emails where, um, be like, oh, I'm from Google, but it's an O, it's the number zero instead of the, uh, the O's and it's like an, a, a, uh, an I instead of an L and it's an, an ampersand, I don't know, instead of an E, you know, and like all these things. So that it's like technically not, and it's, and most people are going to be like, okay, those, so this is clearly fake. What I've noticed that a lot of spam comments, and this isn't just within this specific case, but I've seen this a lot more frequently, is they will use um, like the predictive text. They will use those those chatbots almost um, to create a like a semi-coherent word salad, where it'll it'll like like I said, it'll predict what the next word is going to be, and it'll create a ton of comments that are all unique. Because once again, if you're saying the same comment over and over again, that often gets flagged. So the workaround is that, you know, because with all of this stuff, it's always a question of scale. How can they do this? How can hackers target you scalably? 
they they use this this predictive algorithm to generate thousands i mean probably even tens of thousands of unique comments that if you actually read them in depth like it's very clear that they are word salad you know they're they're not coherent but when you're just reading it or when you're just kind of glancing at it 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 looks it look it, it looks realistic enough that you're almost think like oh maybe this is a real person <clears throat> and what they do is they 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 hide the 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 link so it'll be like a little bit of text then the link um as a like the, the URL, but um, as like one of the clickable links that's part of the text. Um, and then they'll, they'll keep going with more text so that to, and once again, it's just to try to get people to click it. So normally if you're like, oh, if it's like, oh, hey, click this link and you'll get, like I said, you know, $60,000 in three minutes, people will be like, okay, I'm not gonna click that link, especially if it's like um, spambot.com slash we will hack you dot uh dot biz you know but by doing that they kind of hide that link a little bit in the url and if if you know even if a lot of the comments are word salad enough of them sound like real comments that you're going to get some people clicking that link i mean Obviously, like if you're the site owner and you're clicking that link, that is of major concern. That's a big security threat. But also, if there's people who are coming onto your site and then they're ending up at malicious sites, well, I mean, in terms of SEO, that looks bad. But also in terms of like, you don't want your people, you don't want your audience, you don't want your traffic to get scammed. You don't want them to get hacked. Like no one wants to, it would be like, you know, having a having a, a robber in your store, like stealing from people, you don't want to have that person in your store because that's going to reflect poorly on you. And the same is true with spam comments. So monitoring your comments, making, you know, because we, we know about people getting emails, but the comment section is, I think, something that the nature of it is so dynamic, so varied in the the kind of way that people speak in the comment sections um, of a lot of posts that it kind of catches you off guard, but that's the whole point. They know that some people are going to be like, oh, I wonder what this link is, um, because one of the iterations, it might be something that actually engages with them and like sounds real. Um, and then and then that's it. Then you... I mean, untold amounts of damage to that person, to that individual getting hacked. But so one thing you can do, if you do see a comment, regardless of whether or not you're suspicious of it, don't directly click the link. You can hover over a link to see the URL or you can um, copy and paste the link into your search bar to take a look at it. If it is, like, like I said, if it's something like really complicated, really long URL with a very weird domain name um, or one that you're not familiar with, you know, is it like rate my baloney in parentheses, definitely not a hacky spammy site uh, dot URL dot 
gov i don't know um but like <laughs> the, there there's definitely URLs that are like very obviously malicious um but you can also use like the, the there's all sorts of like url compression uh services like bitly or or tiny url um so they there are workarounds for that um in that case you do need to be careful because even just going to the url you might get redirected you know 50 times and then boom you're in some they're asking you for your credit card um so yeah just be very 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 careful about clicking any links in comment sections this this might be like i said this might be very surprising um but you you have to be safe browsing the web so another thing that i noticed about all of these comments was you know i i mentioned before they are effective because they they have these workarounds uh to bypass the standard security measures with the the changing the um where it seems to be coming from limiting to a certain amount of comments flooding these these comment sections um using the 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 predictive algorithm to to keep going and um, make it seem like it is reputable content or, or seemingly reputable content. And that that level of, you know, sophistication, like you really, it, it you, this, that's just part of hacking. Um, that is the, the modern con of trying to get people to, the, the, the con of just Getting people to click a link is is so impressive. Um, so, my advice to you, more than anything, is if you're online, be very careful about clicking links, because just reading something, you're gonna be okay. But clicking a link, you don't know where that's going. That was the that's that was my main message of. Um, like how to uh, check up on a site and make sure it's not spammy. Um, this Thursday, I am coming, I'm going to be doing like an actual demonstration of how to search a um, search up a site in terms of like seeing its spam score and explaining some of the metrics of how you can tell whether or not a site is spam. So I, if you are interested in learning more about that, I suggest uh, tuning in for the Thursday podcast but uh, that is all I have for you this week, or I guess not this week, but <laughs> this podcast. So I'd like to thank you so much for watching and listening. Um, the comments have been great. You know, I, I really do appreciate people telling me, giving me feedback and recommendations um, because I mean, I, I want to inform you guys. I want to provide you with content and uh, I want to, and, provide you with insight into things that you genuinely care about. And, you know, if, if I can stop one person from clicking a bad link, then I will have succeeded. So, and maybe you can do that too. Maybe you can inform your friends and family, get them the resources they need so that they can be safe online as well. 
I, I look forward to seeing you hopefully Thursday. If not, I'll see you next week. Once again, thank you so much for listening and watching. This has been John Lint and you, this is the BB&J podcast. <laughs>